A bitch is getting flued out. All expenses paid. <laughs> if you don't keep that in, I'm going to be mad as hell. I'm Theron, and it's about to get scandalous. <laughs> Indeed. And it's a podcast where two friends talk about nerd stuff, mental health, and pop culture. We hope you're doing well and finding ways to take care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Um, we are continuing down this sort of uh, road of revisiting old movies that uh, we used to watch as, mm-hmm. as kids or young people. And this week... I uh, let Theron pick it. We were going to do uh, another movie, but we'll save that for next week, hopefully. So I let Theron pick mm-hmm. this camp classic, as he calls it. Uh, so today we will be covering the 2004 infamous Infamous. <laughs> More like famous and flawless and amazing. <laughs> Catwoman uh, changed the world, like 90210. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we, I cannot wait to get into this. As I, sh- I showed and I sent my notes to Theron, and there's a lot. I love I... the notes. They're kind of funny, um, <laughs> a little problematic, but sorry, sorry. Who, who, who isn't problematic? I, I it's 2022. Can- We're all problematic. All right. If I get famous and these uh, these notes show up a few years later, you know who canceled me? It was. Theron. Uh, yes, I'm gonna just link them on like WikiLeaks <laughs> or something. Like, r- remember her emails. <laughs> This, this is about accountability. Accountability. <laughs> a girl named Lucky. <laughs> this is about a girl named Lucky. Oh, God. So we're going to do something a little different because me and Tyler have talked about our mental health on a personal note this week. Mm-hmm. And just to preface it, we're fine. <laughs> That's what yeah. we're going to leave it at today. But I really want to get into Six Sad World because Coachella is dropping all of their COVID protocols. No proof of vaccination, no social distancing, no mask requirements, um, just a free-for-all out in Indio, California. Mm -hmm. Um, When is Coachella again? It's when or where? Uh, When. I think it's like the first two weeks of April. Okay. So it's coming up. Yeah. Um, I personally don't have an opinion, mm-hmm. but I will say that this is going to be very catastrophic for the attendees. Um, mm. I feel like in a moment's notice, we're going to get a couple celebrities pulling out of Coachella because they're like, we're not doing this shit. Mm. Um, I don't think their insurance is good enough either to make sure that these celebrities are taken care of or I don't know, just like, just help, like remaining healthy. I, I think this whole idea of Coachella is ridiculous. Like, yes, I've been going to concerts myself, but I'm always masked up. But like Coachella is a drug infused music festival. This is not going to sound, this is, this isn't, this isn't sounding good for me. Yeah. Coachella didn't happen last year, did it? Because, like, because I know vaccines 
like were out. But did Co- did Coachella even happen last year? I feel like it didn't. I don't but... think so. Okay, so this is like the first reopen since 2019. Then, yeah, right. yeah. And Billy Eyelash is going to be there. Allegedly, Kanye West is going to be there if Billy decides oh, to apologize to him. Which, by the that way, thing. dude, you're like 45 fighting with a 20 year old girl. Stop. Yeah. Um. So that's my feelings on Coachella, but I will say, since we kind of brought up Kanye, um, it's very much giving OJ and Nicole vibes, and it's really fucking freaking me out. I think, like, this is harassment, and, like, when do we draw the line of celebrity and stalker in this situation? Yeah, that's a whole other level, right? Like, buying a house across the street to Mm -hmm. check in, and isn't he, like, making posts about, like, Come on, Kim, please, God, bring our family back together. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. We can like, make it work. It is freaking terrifying. Um, and, like, my homegirl Kendra posted about this earlier today. Shout out to Kendra Dan. She's amazing. She posted about how there's men on the internet siding with Kanye and how his toxic behavior shouldn't be toxic. But then if we took away the celebrity, he's just a random dude on the street. Like, this is scary and dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I saw a couple guys who were like Team Kanye, and I was like, you're definitely the guys who would follow a girl for six blocks until she, or like threaten violence towards her if she refuses to give her, give her number to you. Um, right. I, I feel like this, Kanye, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I feel like Kanye's at that level of just like fame where he doesn't have people in his corner that's like calling him out and encouraging him to like actually get evaluated take his meds because definitely there's some some bipolar going there which no shame obviously in, in having that diagnosis i feel like kanye just has a lot of people in his corner that's sort of just enabling him just being like yeah man you're oh, a yeah. god like do your thing so he doesn't yeah. really have anyone like calling him out like yo let's let's go talk to someone man because you're not handling this well like you have to have people in your corner and i wonder if like jay-z was that person for him and trying to I call him out was. that's why kanye like pushed him away mm-hmm. i don't know or if it was more business oriented i don't know but i think kanye got rid of all the people who were you can't be doing this john legend i remember he mm-hmm. posted the screenshots of john legend like kanye you need to calm your shit down I remember he posted the screenshots of Jay-Z saying, calm down, and also you disrespected my wife in the name of your wife. Uh, You know, like, Kanye West, I would say, as a person who does diagnostics for work, for a living, um, Mm. I would honestly give him three diagnoses. Um, Bipolar, of course. I wouldn't know what the severity of it. Um, I wouldn't say one or two, but it's giving very much of two. I mean, one. uh, No, two. Mm. Sorry. But some antisocial behaviors. Um, and mm-hmm. people are like, what do you mean antisocial? He's so social. Antisocial means that you follow a code of ethics and rules that's not governed by the law and the world around you. You follow your own shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, yeah, narc- you're absolutely right. That's another term that like is yeah, sort of just um, so misappropriated. Taken. Yeah, yeah. So misappropriated. Same with bipolar. Again, you said it earlier, but like I hate mm-hmm. when I'm like on the internet and someone's like oh i'm so bipolar and i'm like you're not because unfortunately you know you don't deal with what i go through where it's like i have weeks where i do not sleep tyler knows and then there's weeks where all i do is sleep but there's a misappropriation a mystify like a mysterious mystique 
around these mm-hmm. words because no one ever wants to do the research because we live in a digital age where people are just fucking dumb and want to read the headlines. And I will also mm-hmm. say that Kanye West has an, um, narcissistic tendencies as well. Everything is someone else's fault, but his own, he's a yes, butter, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like, I think when Kanye had a good support system, it was fine. Like, yeah, he was still an asshole, but he wasn't crazy. Like, no, I wouldn't even mm-hmm. want to say crazy because that's pejorative. He wasn't acting like this. He wasn't acting up. But now I feel like Kanye has surrounded himself with nothing but yes men and women. And to be honest, mm-hmm. I feel like Kim was a yes woman because Kim is all about media, clout, and attention. So yeah, she didn't care is. until it started to affect her household. And then yeah. she, I bet you what happened was something crazy happened in front of the children. And that was the last straw for her. Because this man's yeah. like, she won't let me see her kid, my kids. I'm sorry. If anybody's in a manic state and being erratic as Kanye, they should not be around the kids. Yep. So, for sure. especially like for there's sure. a picture of him swinging uh, Evanston or whatever that little baby's name named after a city in Illinois. Um, like, I think all the kids' names are like Southwest, Santa. Evingston and Leviticus. Um, Delta. He's, Delta. He's like swinging this little girl like like she's playing with a, the piñata and she has a stick and he's like full force swinging her into the piñata. And I'm like, that's not okay. Yeah. That's dangerous. Turn it down, bro. I'm like, Tone I think she's down. like four, maybe three. Like that baby could get broken. Um, yeah, you throw an arm out of socket. And Thanks. like, I just feel so bad for Peter Davison. He is just literally just trying to live in like <laughs> Peter. these... I, he's just trying to like get clout like i don't know if he's trying to get clout from kim or what but like he is just trying to date kim kardashian and live his life and try to be peaceful and yeah pete has done everything in his power to be just like hey like i have no problem with you like let's stop this shit yeah i'm sure somebody probably showed him like that clip from like four years ago where he talked about Kanye getting back on his medication. He's like, I'm on medication and it, it works great. Someone probably showed mm-hmm. him that and he's just like, I gotta write a I gotta write an album about this shit. And mm-hmm. just goes and locks himself into the studio. Cause I guess there's like mm-hmm. I, I am loving the like the Pete Davidson Kanye memes right now where it's like Civil War. I think Kanye mm-hmm. actually posted one. It was like mm-hmm. choose your side. It was like Kanye with like all of his crew and then like Pete <sighs> Davidson with his. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the Harry Potter Speaking- Voldemort one too. <laughs> Like it just, it's just like this whole situation is just like ridiculous. It's like it's giving very much fifth grade, um, very much fifth grade. I had a bully named yeah. Courtney Jackson who would not stop doing shit like what Kanye's doing to Pete. I would literally mm-hmm. just be sitting there chewing gum, and then he's like, "What are you looking at?" And I'm not even looking at you. Like it was, it's, it's, it's a ridiculous thing. And to the fans of Kanye. To the men who are like Kanye, stop hyping this man up because if something happens to this woman or, God forbid, the children, you guys are going to be at fault. And I feel like you guys are part of this liability. Um, I just want Kanye West, I'm sorry, yay, whatever, to get the help he needs, (laughs) the support he needs. Um, And also stop, like, you know, I, I love how he's wanting to be a black man again. I think I said it last week, but stop trying to weaponize your blackness after you denounced your blackness so many times in the last four to six <laughs> years. Like, fuck all lot. the way off. Just fuck all the way off, Kanye. 
And um, also, I know that some of this is a distraction to get uh, some of the heat off Travis Scott, but we are still looking at you, Travis, and Live Nation, and every person who promoted the event of Astro World. Period. Yeah. Yeah, because that kind of circles back. I guess Travis Scott is supposed to be playing at Coachella, and then... Mm -hmm. Okay. Or no, or was it Kanye was supposed to play and Travis Scott was going to join him, but then Kanye took what Billie Eilish said, like, way out of context. She, like, helped a fan. I think it was not not about Travis, because let's be real. Mm -hmm. But it's Billie, it's little Billie Eilish. Like, yeah. The girl literally cries in her room and sings songs that her brother wrote for her or will produce for her. Um, yeah. So let 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 that little sad girl alone. She got other problems because <laughs> I really want to know what's going on with her. But let's 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 pivot to something a little more less controversial and brave. Multiverse of Madness trailer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Indeed. So wow. predictions. Who was that mysterious voice? I mean, a lot of people. We, it's Patrick Stewart, but I, it's not Patrick Stewart. I'm calling it now. It's, uh, you know, Marvel likes to give us fake outs in their trailers. I think yep. it's going to be James McAvoy's Charles Xavier. I would love um, that. <clears throat> I love Patrick Stewart, but I would not want him to be in any harm's way due to covid and he is a man of a certain age and he is still yeah. fucking hot. It is so crazy that Patrick Stewart is that old and hot. Like, Ooh. Yeah. Um, but I want to say this. I don't condone murder, but I do support female empowerment. Um, team Wanda. I don't care who she kills. I don't <laughs> care if she is going against a bus full of orphans. I want oh, Wanda God. to win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I said it. I, I am Team Scarlet Witch. If anybody knows me, knows that one of my most prevalent tattoos is a No More Mutant tattoo on my left outer wrist. Um, yep. Shout out I'm to House here. of M. House of M. I'm just so glad that we are getting a Doctor Strange versus Wanda thing. Because um, I want to see her put the paws on some people. Uh, there's a fav My favorite meme is uh, Tokyo Tony where she's like... Wanda talking to the Illuminati, so she's just like, I got a surprise for you, motherfuckers. It is such <laughs> a big surprise. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, ahead, so some people are also speculating that we're going to get a variant Iron Man. It's going to be played by Tom Cruise. <sighs> that's so a rumor that's stupid. out there. People are I so hope dumb. that's not the case. If I see people... Tom Cruise in the Marvel Universe, I'm going to be like, God damn. Well, why? Tom Cruise was originally supposed to play the uh, the first, in the first Iron Man movie, but then they right, got Robert Downey right. Jr., um, right. That is uh, either Monica or Maria Rambeau as Captain Marvel. And people are like, no, it's Iron Man. I'm like, Iron Man has never glow, glue like that. Like, excuse me, Marvel Disney purposely made Captain Marvel glow like that to invoke Tinkerbell. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people mm -hmm. are like, that's just Superior Iron Man in the Superior Iron Man suit. And I'm like... I mean, he might be in the movie. I'm not trying to debunk the rumor or anything, but it's just like girls and gay. Well, no, no, I'm sorry. It's not the girls or the gays. It's the it's the neckbeards. Neckbeards. We know you don't like Captain Marvel. And we know that you don't like anybody True. who isn't a white cishet man who's mm -hmm. straight. But that was a black woman. That was a black queen right there. Um, so you're thinking it was Monica Rambeau? Or Maria, one of them. All I know is, 
All I know is I do like how they showed us how Wanda is leveled up because think about in Endgame when she tried to dodge that missile, like block that missile and she was still sent flying. And then like, you know, she was able to stop Captain Marvel and like it knocked her back a little bit, but then she just gracefully just floats down to the mm-hmm. ground. I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am going to call, I did like how um, we saw that Wanda and the variant version of Wanda was in Westview. Yeah. And I think the reason why Wanda was crying, because I paid attention and there was two scooters in the back. She found her sons and she was like, I can't take these babies away from this other mom. That's fucked up. Mm. So I don't think, I think Wanda's going to be extremely redeemable because she's just killing people in the multiverse. Nobody in the main 616 MCU. But um, I want to know what the hell happens to Wanda because like everybody else seems like they could be good. And uh, America Chavez, uh, hmm. I'm not sure. She looks very uh, Disney Channel. Oh yeah, yeah. Miss um, Marvel, right? Yeah. She showed up in the trailer. I thought that was no. Her. She's not Miss Mar. Not Miss Marvel. Her name is Miss America, but she goes by her name is America Chavez. Oh, I thought she, yeah, Miss Marvel from the from the show. I thought she, I thought that was her in there. Uh uh-uh, uh no that oh okay. This actress who we were seeing, she's a la- Latina actress named mm-hmm. Zochi Gomez. Uh, most notable for the Babysitters Club off Netflix. It's cute or whatever. My niece likes it. Um, mm. But um, when I think of Miss America, I think of someone who's about nineteen, um, a Afro Latina, mm. not just a Latina. I hate to say it that way. Um, but I'm gonna give Zochi a chance because obviously Kevin Feige and Sam Raimi, the icon, saw mm-hmm. something in her. So whatever they saw, I'm here for it. And I'm yeah, just ready to see it. her like punch fucking stars in the uh, universe to jump through the multiverse. Yeah, it's going to be a chaotic movie, but I'm down for it. Um, are we supposed to see? Uh, are we supposed to see Kang in this movie? Who? Kang? No. Maybe I thought that I don't was know. The, I thought that was I thought he was cast no, in this movie. He was supposed to be an Ant Man in the Wasp Quantum whatever, but like since Evangeline Lilly came out as a anti vaxxer and COVID um misinformation spreader, I don't know what's about to happen with that film. It's gonna be oh. Letitia Wright all over again. <laughs> but they finally got that baby back on uh set. Um they gotta give us some more money, um, and then we'll see, but I'm excited. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm really excited for all things Marvel, obviously. So, uh, especially Moon Knight. That Moon Knight trailer was great. <sighs> oh my goodness! I so uh, ready. Oscar. It Isaac. still just says coming soon, and I'm like, I okay, need a so date. I need a date. To... No, it comes out in March. We have an official March twenty fourth. Yeah. All right. I'll Let me double check. Word. No, right. we need to look this shit up. Don't just be taking my word for it. Well. Uh, Moon Knight. I love Oscar Isaacs. Um, he is very, very good at acting, and he's extremely handsome to look at. Um, March 30th. Okay. I can wait that long. I can catch up on some anime and, and get to it. I guess. Um, Which reminds me, I need to finish the final episode of Demon Slayer. It came out yesterday. 
I've been only watching Yashishime, Half Demon Princesses, and there's not a new episode right now, so I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, mm. this is fine. The house is on fire, but I'm fine. What do you watch it on? What streaming Hulu. platform? Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Hulu is great for anime. I was like, I don't even need to buy like Crunchyroll or Funimation because it's all there. Yeah. At least all the ones that I watch anyway. Netflix does have the two Sailor Moon movies, though, the recent ones. Oh, okay. So that's pretty interesting it's good um i don't really like sailor moon fans i'm starting to notice and i've been watching sailor moon before i can even talk i believe um so the remake sailor moon crystals based more on the anime so it's these movies they're all one linear story and the Mm -hmm. the manga i'm sorry and the manga's pretty quick while the anime just kept like we have a villain of the day (laughs) and that's not how it was in that manga at all so i'm just like you guys like they are fucking murdering people in the fucking manga it's dark as shit (laughs) so i'm just like and they're like this is too dark man i was just like well what did you expect like yeah sailor moon's all pretty and shit but when you get to nitty gritty and stuff like this bitch is blasting people with magic and killing them yeah <clears throat> i like i like when shit gets kind of dark. that's what i loved about like logan remember the logan movie mm-hmm. it was rated r yes. in that first scene where he was like oh do you want to see what these claws actually do i'm gonna stab this guy through his face Kill. Like, stab. I, I was like oh this, this is the shit i came for man um but, there's, uh, there's a really cool youtube channel called the cordo crew and they t- they're um cgi artists and they make they made like a marvel scene like rated r so they took the scene that um opening fight scene from winter soldier mm-hmm. um the captain america winter soldier um, yeah and they added in like a lot of gore and shit and oh, shit. just yeah heads getting knocked off it was fucking mm-hmm. fantastic but uh yeah, that sounds very interesting. I'm gonna have to watch that. Deadpool. I'm really. There's rumors that Deadpool might show up in MOM, Multiverse of Madness. Um, yeah. I'm just really just here to see Wanda unhinged. Um, Grace Randolph yeah. said it best. She said, uh, "Poor Wanda. She spends a lot of time crying." But then someone else pointed out something. Yeah. All the other MCU heroes do bad shit. Hawkeye, during the blip, went on a murder spree. Nothing happens. No repercussions in the Hawkeye film, uh, TV series. Great series, by the way. Surprisingly mm-hmm. good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Tony Stark is regarded a hero, even though his missile is the reason why her family is dead. He also created Ultron, another reason why her brother is dead, but was still mm-hmm. like didn't have to deal with anything. Oh, yeah, we should do the Sokovia Accords because Wanda caused an accident. You punish mm-hmm. Wanda, but no one else gets punished. Um, so I want Wanda to have her time in the sun, but I really just want her to have a happy ending. And that's where I want to leave this. But was Wanda punished after Westview? No, like she is one of the only heroes you see dealing with the emotional turmoil of their past sins. Like Tony Stark was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Woo. And Hawkeye was like, all right, I'm back for, you know, with my kids for Christmas. But like Wanda is such an emotional, emotionally charged character. I really wish we got to talk about WandaVision because I could talk about Wanda all day. But like, yeah, she's we such started an the podcast. Charged. We started the podcast after it, unfortunately, but that would have been great. But uh, you know, Wanda. But Wanda's one of those mo- emotionally charged characters who has a lot of nuance and carries a lot of grief and guilt. But I'm really like excited to see 
her go crazy, go mad. Like, and also that's not zombie Wanda. She's being possessed by the dark hold. That's not a variant version of Wanda. She's being possessed by the dark hold. Um, mm. That is why she's acting more crazy than usual. Because right. um, from what I understand is, I think she just wants to get her kids back. And then the dark hole possesses her. Like, these people are getting in the way of you getting your children. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, okay, I'm going to rip you apart. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm going to turn the biggest... whole multiverse inside out. Yeah. I think the thing that makes Wanda, what's so heartbreaking about Wanda is she wears her emotions on her sleeves a lot more than any other character I think in the in the Marvel universe, I mean for MCU rather. Like um, it, no, in general, look in the comic books too. Like the House of M storyline, and then like mm-hmm. if you read the the trial of Magneto, where like they retcon a lot of things. She's Haven't now finished Magne- it. She's like still Magneto's daughter, so it's yeah. Quicksilver as the son, and like there's a lot of like. I just want to do good, and everyone looks at me like I'm a monster. Like I made a mistake. Yeah, and then what was crazy is she already rectified that mistake back in Avengers versus X-Men when she repopulated the mutant population. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they still call her the, the the pretender, the betrayer, and it's just ridiculous. But um, we are thirty about to be 30 minutes in. Let's get into <laughs> the actual thing. So we're going to pivot from one universe to a not-so-great universe. But yes. I'm going to so, introduce it again. The camp ahead. classic... The Razzie award-winning movie, Halle Berry's starring vehicle, one, the only, 2004, the iconic Catwoman. Here it is. Here it is. Shran Jay. So, really quick, directed by Pitoff, perhaps? Who the fuck that is? Uh, He's mostly known for doing visual effects. Oh, um, if that you makes sense. couldn't tell, this is like maybe his first or second directorial debut uh, or movie. Mm-hmm. Movie has a 3.4 rating on the IMDb. And the mm-hmm. summary of this movie is a shy woman endowed with the speed, reflexes, and senses of a cat walks a thin line between criminal and hero, even as a detective doggedly pursues her fascinated by both mm-hmm. of her personas mm. i guess um i took a lot of notes as i mentioned earlier and i would like to hop into those notes now so we get uh three minutes of credits featuring <laughs> cats meow 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 we see a lot of cats and there's this opening line where she we're seeing we're hearing this narration from Halle berry um why we have this narration i don't know because we never hear this narration again um the end is more of her talking to herself Mm. so she's basically like i was killed but i didn't stay killed i came back alive and here's my story and we're like i didn't didn't die bitch i crystallized (laughs) i'm all ready for the runway bitch I'm like, okay, so we're introduced to Patient Phillips, not Selena Kyle. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there's a Patient Phillips run in the comics there at all. There is not. Uh, the reason okay. why they went with Patient Phillips is because uh, the baddest bitch thus far, Michelle Pfeiffer, is like, I'm not fucking doing this movie. This is so uh, bad. Yeah. I mean, everyone thought so, including Halle Berry herself when she accepted the Razzie. She was like, thanks, Warner Brother, for 
giving me money to be in this piece of shit film. Yeah. She just laughed it off the whole time. Yeah. So we introduced the patient Phillips, who is a graphic designer for this cosmetic company. And they're coming out with this brand new product called the Bu... Bioline. Bioline. It's like Bioline. It's a weird... It doesn't roll off the tongue very Bualine or Bualine. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like a Maybelline knockoff, you know? It's but giving take, very cheap. It's giving very cheap. Although this movie wasn't cheap. Um, <clears throat> budgeted around $100 million. Um, made 82 grossly. So uh, they're about $18 million short of their... of. Uh, so they're in the red. Uh, so way to go, Catwoman. Um... <laughs> So her boss is a jerk. He's kind of our main, quote, villain of the movie, um, whose name is uh, George Hudair. Hudair, which he's like the CEO of this beauty conglomerate. Mm -hmm. And he gives her an ultimatum and says, hey, you need to fix this graphic. This is not the right red. And she's like, but I clearly heard you say this. He's like, you heard nothing, bitch. Go fix it. And she was like, okay, so you have till midnight tomorrow. And she's like, okay, shit. No, he said midnight tonight. Oh, did he say tonight? That's why she was all rushing around looking like a fucking unmade bed. Okay. And that yeah. awful log hair wig they had Halle Berry running around in. Yeah. It, oh, God. Poor Halle. What you can tell, obviously, her? this is back in the day before they got black women on sets for these Hollywood uh, productions. <laughs> right. So she's she's working on this graphic, and... The I guess the mail carrier isn't. It's like eleven fifty, and she's like, "I got to get it in by tonight." And he's like, "I don't know what to tell you." So she's like, "Fine, I'll deliver it myself." And somehow she makes it all the way across, like New York, five minutes. She's like, she's like in Manhattan or something. She's just like, (laughs) "All right, I'll be there." She drives there, and she basically drives it to like the lab is where it's at which i don't yeah. know is that like headquarters i i don't know it's just like okay now she's here and she she goes to the door and it's locked so she's like well i guess i gotta break in mm-hmm. so she breaks in and which and i i've, I've we need a lot. to talk about how no it's fine we because like we meet her friends and they're non they're not important. Uh, we see her homegirl and I can't even think of her name. Oh. Sally. So we meet her homegirl Sally, who's like the horniest Jewish woman of all time. She's so horny. We oh also meet the love interest, Detective Lone. Um, yes. Because she, I can't remember what she drops, but he ends up helping her find it. Oh no, she drops her wallet. She and drops he her wallet. Her but, down. but he also before that he uh she uh tries to save a cat. And but that cat she was had to purpose. Commit suicide. Yeah, they thought yeah. she was trying to uh, unalive herself. Let's not say that. But uh it was um I just want to say this facility is poorly ran. This woman just walked through the front door and they're having this secret meeting talking about how bailing is basically turning people into like corroded zombies and they're skin hard as rock. And I'm like, if you're supposed to be having this secret ass meeting, why is the doors not locked? <laughs> well, the doors are locked. It's just those doors, I guess, weren't locked because she just kind of waltzed her way through there. It's just like, excuse me, I got to drop off my graphic. Because, yeah, they were just having this open meeting. Mm. And did you see my Snapchat? 
of those like quick cuts that kept happening no, didn't during send me that. Any Snapchat? No, I posted it on my story. It's... I didn't see anything from your okay. story. Yeah, you can watch it later. Are you sure you posted on your story on Snapchat? I think so. It is the worst. No, you didn't. You haven't posted it's... anything in twelve hours. Oh, okay. It must have already <laughs> expired. It was the worst cutting I have ever oh, seen yeah. in a film. In that one moment, it was just like. He would say he would say a sentence and it would cut and he was still continuing like the next sentence but it wasn't like a whole different angle like it was the same shot but he would be in a different place and I thought to myself Who how the fuck edited this movie this is probably terrible. the director as well I showed I showed my daughter and was like hey does this look weird to you and she was like yeah that's kind of weird she's she, nine <laughs> she she understands she understands like oh this is terrible editing and you don't have to be like a film buff or like a cinematographer to understand that this is terrible like it just does not flow so yeah so she finds out by she we mean patience finds out what's going on they are like go get her go shoot her she can't see this or hear about this because our whole operation will be ruined so she's running and not shooting very after fast. her, not very fast. She's, you know, not very. She's not very athletic, right? Until yeah. later in the movie, and then she becomes fucking Michael Jordan. But she's running, and they're like, "Turn on the pipes!" And she, I don't know why that scene made me laugh. Where she's at the end, and the water comes like pushing her out of the pipes. Yeah, like <laughs> it just hits her like a truck. I just know all I thought was, "I want your stupid love," and it just knocks her out. <laughs> I thought of the, the TikTok like, memes. They were just like, what can we do that's egregious that can kill this woman instantly? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, we know. Release the pipes. Release the pipes. So she's washed up on this, like, island, and there's, like, 50 cats. I don't know what it is. Like, I love cats. I love my I love my two cats. Shout Gay. out to Paul. Shout out to Paul McCatney and Moira Perosi. I love my two cats. But here, here's... I, there's something about seeing a lot of cats in one area at one time. I feel like I can smell the cat urine for some reason. If, when I see like more than five cats together, I just instantly think cat piss. All I it think was about. a big, it was a big fat no for me when I saw all those cats. I was like, no. It just gets no. I, it's gross to me, man. I don't. It's only with cats. It's only about cats. I think two is a great number. If you got three, knock yourself out. Just make sure you got plenty of litter for them. But there's something about twenty cats in yeah, one 20... like, area. Just it's just kind of gross to me. But again, it's... yeah, no, you're you're one hundred percent in the right here. Um, it's just a lot of cats. Um, but anyway, the cat that she saves, where everyone thought she was gonna jump off the roof, breathes mm-hmm. his stank ass, hot ass breath in her face, <laughs> and she wakes up. But it's supposed to be kind of like a callback to like. Batman Returns, where Selena Kyle is thrown out of the building, all those cats kind of wake her up. But they didn't, like, magically wake her up. She just wakes up, and she's insane now. Right. Um, right. So, so, in this one, she's having, like, delusions. Yeah, this She's, one, like, she's, seeing uh, attacked. <sighs> she's, like, seeing, like, things like a cat, seeing, like, super speed, tries to eat a bug. Um, none yeah. of it was giving what it was supposed to give. It was supposed to give, like, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, and I was just like... Oh, this is a knockoff, but it's so funny that I loved it. Like a lot of people shit on this movie, and because they're like, "This is one of the worst superhero movies ever." I don't look mm-hmm. at it look at it as a superhero movie. I look at it as a as a comedy. 
This is hilarious to me. Um, I live for it. Like, it is so campy. It's so gay. I don't even know how we... I don't know. It's just weird. So, they kind of just, like, jet to the next episode. She wakes up late. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm late. Oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. There's no and, transitions in these movies, Aaron, in these scenes. It's, it's just her running. Boom. She Well, she makes herself... She brings herself to her house. She breaks into her own house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. And then she like sleeps, but not in her bed. She sleeps like on the on the cab- like like roof. like it's like on an awning thing or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Shelf. And I was like, uh, "Hello, cats love beds. Our cats sleep in our bed all the time." Yeah, <laughs> but I get it. Cats they gotta they this movie beats you over the fucking head. She's not to let you know that like guess what, guys? In case you forgot, she's a cat now. Okay, meow, meow, so beauty. <laughs> she Jungle wakes kitty. Oh God! So yeah, you're right. She wakes up and she's like, "Oh shit, I'm late for work," and grabs she, all her shit. And she runs. misses her date. Um, With but Tom. then she right, but then she just sort of like visits Miss Power quickly after this, and because she she okay, she's she's that cat which is called mm-hmm. Midnight. Yes. Right? Well, and there's like she gets fired first. You forgot about oh, that Oh, she calls out her boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which she deserved. I was like, that's like the, actually, like, to be honest, that's the best acted scene in the whole film. Because uh, you could tell Halle Berry was just like, I'm sick of white men telling me what to do. Um, so I'm going to channel this in this acting role. Um, but then, you know, she gets fired. And then for some reason, she's like, she finds Midnight because he keeps following her. And Midnight in his collar has the address of this power. And for some reason, this old Anne Hesh looking lady just knows everything about the cat women. And she's like, oh, you died. I can tell. And she's like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? And then she throws cat. <laughs> <laughs> she, th- she throws catnip at her and she catches it. And it's just like looking at a meth addict smelling meth. And I'm going to hell for this. I always laugh at this scene she's like, <laughs> well, it's, like, like it's like on her lips and everything yes i'm like hallie you're not getting paid that much <laughs> calm down stop you're really not she really went above and beyond for this role yes because so, she also like throughout the movie has like those moments where like her head is just kind of like she's like, like how really, like bobby she you know and i was like yeah again we get it she's like kind of a cat now like mm-hmm. we, we we totally get it um do you get yeah, it yeah we get is it she a cat it's, she i guess i don't know what she is i lost my notes i'm so far into this um, well anyway so it kind of just cuts back to after she finds out like oh you're one of the mystery cat women and blah 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 and she throws all these pictures of all these other cat women in time we see people from egyptian times the you know, uh, the Renaissance, the the now. And we also see Selena Kyle. So we're just like, oh, okay, cool. From 1992's Batman Return. 1990, 1990's Batman Return. And to be honest, that wasn't needed. All that juxtaposition just was not needed. Um, we go and it skips. It's nighttime. Her neighbors, who she had an issue with earlier in the movie, are having another party. And this time she decides to go over there because she has a newfound confidence because for some reason cats are extremely confrontational. And uh, 
Did you see she, all the cans of bumblebee tuna that she was yeah, eating? All in her over bed? the place. Like, that's disgusting. Let's get to yeah. the scene because I want us to actually go back to another scene that was one of my favorites. Uh, oh, go. Well, we skipped one of the best scenes of this movie, which is mm. after she tells her friend, you know, hey, it's not going to work out. Like, she basically. So Sally passes out because she's using this cream. Right. Oh yeah. So she passes out, and then they, the, uh, it's the reverse aging cream, um, which basically the whole plot of this movie, if you don't know, is there is an, there's an, a, um, this de aging or reverse aging cream that this conglomerate major side effects, and they're trying to sell it, and they don't care, and they try to kill patient. Uh, patients we already talked Um, about that right but i'm just saying like that's literally the whole plot of the movie is why'd you try to kill me who are you i'm taking you down and it's also stop selling shitty makeup it's a makeup mary Kay would never fancy (laughs) beauty would never avon would never (laughs) so she she goes to she's like she immediately says it's not gonna work out between me and oh tom lone and then she immediately tracks him down because he's at this school giving this lesson to these kiddos. And the kids are like, hey, mister, can I see your gun? He's like, absolutely not. And the next kid oh, afterwards God, is like, no. are you going to shoot it? And I was like, bro, did you not hear what he just said? He's not going to show his gun. Do you think he's going to shoot his gun? Um, so she shows up at the door and I was like, whoa, is she like a part-time substitute teacher or something? And she was like, Hey, so I may or may not have gone to like the police station. They told me you might be here. I was like, the cops just give out that information. You know what I mean? Like, like, what school district you in? You just walking around in the school? (laughs) I'm like, he's a detective, and this just just some random person's gonna show up and be like, hey, where's Detective Loan? They're gonna be like, oh yeah, man, he's up at the school giving a speech for career day, and she's like, thanks. And she just leaves. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) And then she's like, I thought you would be here. Literally two seconds ago, she was like, it's not going to work out between me and Tom. Just And then just flat out stalks him, which, I mean, he stalked her first. Um, And then they make their way outside and they're playing a little game of one-on-one basketball. While the kids are like, we want to watch the old adults play one-on-one. And she's like, I don't know. I haven't played in a while. And this is like a weird like 90s music video with all these weird angle cuts and they're like grinding up on the each zoom other. on her ass where she was just throwing her butt down the side of the <laughs> like, who dribbles a ball like that? Can we just talk about the song playing though? Doom, 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 doom. I love Scandalous. Uh, uh, it's a great song. I just don't know if it fits this scene that well. Like, my thing was, is just like, oh God. Ranking, ranking bad. <laughs> choreographed superhero love fight action scenes i would still say daredevil's park fight scene is uh still the worst <laughs> from the part think... from the daredevil movie yes the one with yeah. jennifer gardner and uh ben affleck so bad um i haven't seen it since i was a kid i'd have to rewatch it so it's... but anyway continue tyler <laughs> uh yeah so i mean that that's and then we pretty much went right back into she's eating like eight cans of bumblebee tuna and mm. uh, which when and I was so a kid I watched Ace Ventura I never knew what he was saying when he was like a bumblebee tuna I, <laughs> I never knew what that was and I was like oh it's an actual product of tuna 
Continue. A lot of problems, probably. So anyway, back to what I was saying. Where where she goes to the neighbors and she's like, yes. you know what? fuck y'all. And somehow she figures <laughs> out how to turn a spray a, a it's a, a nozzle. It's like a beer a, nozzle. Spraying a beer nozzle into a whip. <laughs> and then she also surfs this man. Like she like jumps on him and surfs him through the crowd. And then she's like, you know what? I'm an empowered woman. I'm going to cut my hair and yep. dye it blonde. And I'm about to rob some shit. And she yep. does. And I will say, the best part about this movie is the fight scenes. Because I do think it's kind of cool to see a woman do parkour. Uh, not parkour. Uh, capoeira. Um, uh-huh. I thought that was kind of cool. But the cat puns are just a one. I love it. Like she's trying to invoke Eartha Kit, and I'm sorry, Eartha Kit just sounded like that. Yeah. Uh, so when she tried to do that, it's like, <sighs> noises. It's just like, oh, yeah. Hallie. And Michelle Pfeiffer also did it too, and she was like, meow, and like the building exploded behind her. But like, it wasn't she like how Eartha Kit did it. She did it more in of a like a snarky like meow, right? Mm. Yeah, the whole she was like perfect idea and meow. Yeah. It was like. I was like, buckle up, guys. We're in for a long haul of, guess what? She's a cat. And two, here's some cat puns. And she's sexy. In case you forgot, and she's sexy. The thing about the fight scenes, (laughs) yeah, I mean, which is nice. It's nice that she is empowered, um, but they just turned her into um, a very cringy character. (laughs) Yeah. You know, with the puns and... And like the fight scenes were all like CGI, and there were so many cuts. I was counting it. I was every every like half second. It was cut, 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 cut. I mean, it was yeah. so many cuts. I mean, like I had fucking whiplash from all the cuts in this movie. It man. was a lot of cuts. But so, so after that, many. she steals some jewels, and then she wakes up the next day because I guess cats like shiny shit, which is half true. Um, she's like, oh shit, let me return everything while Detective Lone just happens to be in the case. And I'm like, how small is this fucking city? Um, mm-hmm. And then she writes sorry on the bag because she wrote sorry on the coffee cup. And they're like, oh, these are two different women. And I'm sorry. <laughs> right? I saw that hair right. And I'm like, those are the same people. Y'all, <laughs> listen. They took it to analytics too. Shangela Laquifa Wadley from RuPaul's Drag Race would have solved this case. She is the Nancy Drew of drag. She would have figured that out quickly. Um, I want to skip some parts because this, this movie's kind of sure. long. I will it, say... Yeah. It, no, it, we, it's actually not long. It just feels long. It's only an hour and 40 not, minutes. It's, not, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hundred minute movie. <laughs> but I feel like the... the oh, we God. find out the true villain of the film is um sharon stone's character uh what's her name first name again laurel 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 hader she turned 39 that year and they they switched it out with a young girl she was the face of hader products um yeah we find out that she's the killer catwoman is trying to get like some info on who killed her um laurel hader basically like frames her she shoots her husband in the chest and she's like hey catwoman shot my husband (laughs) i'm like did y'all not like i don't know test the gun for like fingerprints because this bitch shot him without gloves on like probably i mean and the thing is it's like we all know that Catwoman's mo is like i don't know being a cat-like creature scratching people's faces up and he had no face scratches on him yeah i mean he should have still had that one from when she scratched him at that like mm. Circo Cirque Soleil or Circo Cirque Oh God, Which that, that was, was so. How do you say such it? A, 
that is such a Cirque Soleil, Circus Soleil. And that was a yeah, cringe yeah, show yeah. when she's like, I want to white rush it, hold the rub, hold the vodka, yeah. hold the other alcohol. Hold the ice, hold, yeah, hold the Kahlua. Hold the Kahlua. And they're like, so you just want fucking cream. Yeah. There's yeah, a cream. She's like, thanks. I like milk. Because if you don't remember, I'm a cat. <laughs> she says, I think she says milk does the body good. I can't remember. But um, I didn't write down something. I, I didn't write down anything on that. I love how every time Catwoman is like in a in an environment she's like running from she somehow finds a way to like integrate herself like into the main stage so when they're they're all like when they're all like stripping and dancing and shit she's like hold on oh and she gets up there and starts like pulling out her whip and shit she's like like on the beat right i'm like wait 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 okay she's supposed to be escaping right she's like i'm on my way same thing when same thing when she's at that like stage she like has to jump on stage so she's like, I gotta go backstage and like jumps around, does all these hoops and like climbs the wall and God, this movie. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's so good. I love it. I love it. I want to watch it again. Um, not tonight though. Uh, so it's just like the reason why this woman becomes evil kind of downplays the reason why I think this movie is great. This movie is supposed to be a stance against sexism and ageism, but yet this woman is like also very sexist, like sexist towards other women. So she's like a internalized sexism and internalized ageism because she's like, oh yeah, like I look great because I've been using the mm-hmm. cream, but I've been using the other experimental one that turns my skin into stone. Yeah, I was wondering about that whenever her husband tried to hit her. It almost just broke like, his hand. Yeah, but it almost looked like it was like a for, like the 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 angle almost made it seem like it was like a force field. And I wrote my notes. I was like, so does she have like powers now? Because the movie doesn't explain or like show anything until the end fight when Catwoman and her are fighting. Because in this movie, Catwoman is framed for that murder, like Theron talked about, mm-hmm. and she goes to jail and. And the way it, she slides out of the bars. Yeah. Yeah. She just like slides out of the bars. <laughs> and then she jumps out of the car in another cat pun because she gets hit by a car, but like lightly tapped. And he's like, are you okay? And she goes, yes, because cats always land on their feet. And then yeah. carjacks this man. She, and I'm like, girl, yeah. you just got out of jail for actual, like for an actually serious crime. <laughs> Well, it was a Jaguar car, so when she looks over and she has a Jaguar emblem on the hood, she's like, Ew, a fellow cat. I gotta pet it. And then he's like, Oh, dude. He's like, You came out of nowhere. You okay? She's like, I always land on my feet. I'm like, Oh, brother. I Mm. think that the best, I know that you said her best acting performance is when she called out her boss. Um, The only thing that made that scene for me terrible was the fact that she was like, Well, let me remix it for you. That was terrible. That could have not been there. But we got to see her actually like act at the end when she's talking to Tom. Uh-huh. And she's like, please, believe me. She was like, who, who was that girl that you saw on the yeah. ledge, right? Who was that? You know, she's right here. This is me. This is who I am, right? Which... And she's like crying. And I was like, I actually – and she's using that metaphor like you have to believe me. Right. You didn't believe mm-hmm. you. She was like, evidence isn't what, always what you think it is because you thought I was trying to take my own life. But in reality, I was trying to save a cat. So yeah. it's not always what it seems on the surface level. And I was like, oh, wow. Did I just yeah. find a, a fucking scene from this movie that I enjoyed? And I wrote it down. I was like, 
The whole I actually movie's like that. good, Tyler. It's just <laughs> you're you're just a white man who's a part of the patriarchy who's trying. Was to that the problem? Hallie, who's trying to keep Patient Phillips down? Can we just talk about her costume? No, they brought her down. I wanted to see her rise. I love her. Yeah. Can we just talk about her costume? Because what really bothers sure. me. She's wearing flared, leathered, ripped pants, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she paired it with some stilettos, and it just looks weird. <laughs> yeah, so did her. I think like, the cow. I like. And her, I like, love the thing. mask. I actually. Well, it, was really a, do. it was the top part of the mask. I didn't like. I like it because it's supposed to be like an Egyptian. Like it's it's giving a, a hairless cat. I I get it. I okay. liked it. But then we have the bikini top, and I'm pretty sure Detective Lone and her had sex. And as a whore, an ethical slut, (laughs) I remember at least the last person who I had sex with, how they looked like without clothes on. He couldn't put two and two together. The lights were on. Um, I know, I think... I, I can go to my notes because I, I did put on here that they did bone. So, Don't say it like that. Ew. So, uh, so I think what happened was they they did the maritals and then the horizontal bombo. Yeah, and then he got up and he looked at the glass with the mm-hmm. lipstick on it, and then he immediately mm-hmm. had to leave, and then. That's where he was, and I think no, no, you're right. He did because they did the maritals, and then she went to the show, and then he was there. Uh, so you're right. Yeah, they did do that. So yeah, they were really not picking up on on this at all. Like he probably should have known who she was. I mean, dispenses of self, uh, dispenses of disbelief is a lot, but. Mm. But uh, let's it just skip is. to the let's just skip to the end because it's. <laughs> so you want to talk about the the final fight scene? Do you want to yeah. get to that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Hold on. First of all, um, Sally goes to the hospital, and Patience is like, "All right, final stance. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to let Bailene go out and whatnot, and blah 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 blah." Hmm. <sighs> this last fight scene, man. First of all, shout out to Sharon Stone for wearing that white jumpsuit <laughs> and being so aerodynamic in it because the, I would have fucking couldn't move in that. But man, that fight, last fight scene was a doozy. It was rough. I, I loved how for some reason after Catwoman got stabbed in the back of the leg with glass, she just lost ah, all her she was, The way she screamed was terrible. She's like, oh! <laughs> Which I think is, I mean, honestly, it's probably a pretty accurate way to scream because most people just like wince. They're like, huh! but sure, she was like, ow, fuck, that hurt. Like, it was like an actual response. Maybe she <laughs> yes. really got stabbed and they didn't she's tell like, her she was going it. to. So she was like, ow, what the fuck? Um, it was... <laughs> So she, she like loses her powers for a second. She just starts getting her ass kicked because Sharon Stone's yeah. just like swinging this big fucking metal rod, and she's up yeah. against the she's up against the glass. Remember? Because and she's like yeah. busting it through, and she's holding on, and, and she's like dodging it. But like, what bothers me is like, when did Sharon Stone's character learn Taekwondo? Yeah, you could do a thirty second scene of her just like being at she's the gym. Like in the, yeah, at the gym, or like she's doing some sort of martial arts, and someone's like, "We gotta talk." The we found out the lady is still alive, and then she like gets 
you know, I don't know. Like she's like, what? She walks away from like her training. She's like, that's a wrap for today. Something, you know. You, it's like the movie The Hunt. At the very end, we find out the main antagonist was like, I've been training for this for eight months. Like I'm so serious about it. So I'm like, okay, that makes a little sense. But the fact that like, okay, like when she's when she's about to knock Catwoman over and she goes game over and then Catwoman's like oh no I got my second wind sexily dangling off this roof and she goes actually it's overtime and then she just pats <laughs> around the place and they CGI her catting around the place I was like okay this is where I have oh to God. like stop and take my stand hat off do you remember the fall the way she falls yeah like all it's the falls and like I have to it's... take my well, she spins like you can tell it's like a it's like a 150 pound dummy because mm. the way it spins is like way too fast. I showed oh, yeah, Natalie yeah. and her and I were just cackling. We were like laughing no, no, hyenas on that scene. We just it's just it's just she starts <laughs> kicking the lady's ass, rightfully yeah. fucking so. And then she shoves like she falls out the window that she broke the lady. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then she Laurel. Then she tries to save her because Catwoman isn't a bad bitch. She's a yeah. she's a morally gray bitch, and <laughs> being the vain woman that she is, Laurel sees that her impervious to damaged skin somehow got damaged all of a sudden, and she's like, "I'd yeah, rather right. live. I'd rather die than live as a as a as a beast, disfigured beast. I'm a beast." I'm like, bitch, you acting like you look like Quasimodo. Sit your motherfucking ass down. Like, this is some stuff that can be fixed. Cause these are surface <laughs> wounds. These are surface wounds. And she lets go. But yeah, them dropping her and just watching her body fall is the funniest thing. It's, it's just like falls. And then like the way she lands. And I'm like, like, I want someone who's a drag race fan to like sight like you know how like they've been like stitching videos of people falling and then like it's like people in the vogue halls doing dips and stuff i haven't seen those they're so funny they're like the most popular thing on tiktok right now well on the gay side of tiktok but if someone was to do that with laurel falling i would be okay with that because she does land in the pose that the death drop pose like her leg is bent and the other one's extended (laughs) so i'm like you know me feeling like i'm at the ball one of the judges at the ball i'm just like hold that pose for me Hold that pose for me. Do not move. So it was, yeah. I don't know, like, he lets yeah. you go. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> he basically sorry. finds a way to, like, keep her at jail. He's like, you know, if patients just, you know, showed up back at jail, they wouldn't have any way to connect you to her. And she was like, thanks for looking out. And I'm like, yeah, I guess the, the prison Jones guards just have cameras. Just, doesn't have cameras, you know. They they just magically turned off like they did when Epstein died. And um, she was wearing kind of a bright yellow jumpsuit. Like she wasn't hard to miss. Yeah, she was like in her sweatpants. Yeah, she was like yeah. in like whiter, like yellow. They were yellow, kind of beige, kind of yeah. They were um, yellow. They weren't beige. That was bright ass yellow. Really, it looked beige on my screen. I don't Ooh, know. Get your colors fixed. Shoot, get your eyes fixed, bro. So I wear glasses. I loved how he like helps so catwoman breaks up with loan and just lives her life she's like listen mm-hmm. the, the things you do and the things i do just aren't gonna work out um and i was like dang he like helped you like get away with murder not, not that mm-hmm. she did it but you know kind of got her you know evidence of this she was just like thanks man 
Well, it was fun. So peace, you know. We went to the carnival once, and the Ferris wheel fell apart, and I saved a kid. And you did, you tried something. I don't know what you were fucking doing. She basically was just like, "Thanks for the dick." Out, (laughs) right? Not a bad looking guy, though. What else has he been in? Was he in? He's been in a lot of things. Like, was he in like uh, Miss Congeniality? He was in Miss Congeniality. All right, Benjamin Bratt. Benjamin Bratt was like such a big name in the eighty nineties. Yeah, what I'm trying to think. Okay, yeah, Miss Congeniality is what I knew him from. He was in uh, Coco. Uh, Coco. Oh, he voiced Ernesto de la Cruz. I did not know that. And he was Ray Curtis on Law and Order. He was in Law and Order, but who wasn't? I feel like everyone True. has to do Law and Order, even Hell, non-actors. I think, I think Mariska Hargitay is in it. He was in Despicable Me. The second one. He played Lord Zod in the Justice League God and Monsters film. It's an animated film. Um, he was in the show called Star recently. Oh, yeah. Coco. There were, oh, excuse me. Coco, the really sad movie about grief. I'll never watch that shit again. That fucked me up. Anyway. It was tough. Can we just talk about the end monologue of just Catwoman quoting Mae West when I'm good I'm good but when I'm bad I'm real bad I'm like what and then the CGI version of her walking I'm like why can you just like green screen Cali Berry walking that was so bad I mean they were like hey you know what we need our hips to just we need them to to lie a little bit more we need these to really lie her hips and were just, fraudulent oh my god they definitely haven't paid their taxes in 10 years these hips were all over the place they declined <laughs> like when shakira was they like, have been writing hips... hot checks for a long time when shakira said these hips don't lie she looked at halle berry and said just stay over there like don't <laughs> But uh um, oh that God. is basically the Catwoman movie. Um that was basically Catwoman. uh Sally gets with her nurse who she found hot. Um and it's basically like a schizophrenic dream. And people are like, Why do you say it like that? Um one way to diagnose schizophrenia, which I shouldn't be saying it, but I'm gonna say it anyway, is this thing called word salad, where nothing makes sense that the person is saying, but you're still gonna follow it anyway because you wanna get to the bottom of it. And that's Catwoman. Um, I still think it's extremely campy. Um, and if you look at it as a comedy, not an action flick, you're going to have the time of your life. So you're seeing this as a comedy because of how bad it is, right? Yes. It's okay, so bad that so you're not that taking it seriously. No. So, okay. I have, I have that same relationship with the Sharknado movies, is that they're so bad but the movie is trying to be serious. Serious, yeah. But the movie is so bad, it's funny. That's why I love those movies. But not to say, but I know at the end of the day, these aren't like standard good movies. Mm-hmm. But that's why I love it because they think that they're doing something good. And it's, I it, think it, that's funny. It's very much girls just want to have fun. Um yeah. And people are like, why do you say that? Like, there's a lot of movies that I will call girls just want to have fun movies. Sharknados are what are those? Uh, Catwoman is that. Um, yeah. 
I would even put the movie, even though I think the movie Stick It is not that bad, I would put the movie Stick It, the gymnastics movie that was basically like a ripoff of Bring It On as a girl. Never saw just, it. It's good. I like it. Me. Was it a Disney it's movie? A, it wasn't, right? No, it was just a direct-to-DVD film, which actually the model who's like on the movie, in the movie Catwoman, whose face is like deteriorating, that model is actually the lead actress in Stick It, which is kind of funny. Missy, Missy Pandagram. Um, oh, I'm thinking of like a corbin blue movie wasn't he in some yeah. kind of like disney movie he was in jump in it was like a jump oh so they're stick it jump in got it yeah was... yeah yeah but like my, my thing is just like <laughs> uh these girls just want to have fun movies are terrible movies um if you do not wear the correct lens if you go into it as i'm just trying to have fun and waste an hour and a half yeah then that's a girl that's a girl's just want to have fun movie like, think of a bad movie besides Sharknado. I'll tell you, all the all the all the Bring It All movies after the third one. Those are just girls who just want to have fun movies. You mean know, I only saw too. the I only saw the first one, and I loved it when I was a kid. But I think it's because I had a crush on all of them. I mean, know? the first Bring It All movie, second one, third one, they're still good. Like, I mean, there's that weird crumping with Hayden Panettiere trying to crump, but other than that, like. <laughs> Was she, she was in a Bring It On movie? Yeah. I'm trying to think oh, of like Lord. a really bad movie. I like honestly have not watched a bad movie in so long. Um, There's The Room. Um, Are you talking about the one with uh, Brie Larson? No. I this one that good. is good. No. This is the one with uh, Tommy Wiseau. He like stars it. in it. Man, it's. I tried to get my hands on it. They made a movie called The Disaster Artist, which was basically a movie. Oh. It was a movie about making the movie The Room. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I feel like I've seen The Room, but I've only seen bits and pieces of The Room. I haven't seen it like in its entirety. Um, a, a really bad movie that I find funny is a movie called Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Mm that one's pretty bad i saw it in theaters with my brother and i Hustle remember and flow no just kidding Kampu, oh uh... oh with uh uh terrence howard no not that one it's like the kung fu movie and the lady screams really loud and her husband can run really fast you think get a kung fu hustle kung fu hustle <laughs> I, that's another girl just like, just wanna, it's a dang, good movie you might have sense people with that hustle and flow pool because i thought a lot of people liked that movie all right I didn't see it. Um, I was talking to my cousin those, about it the other day. Kung Fu Hustle is another one of those girls just want to have fun movies. Because if you take it seriously, you're going to have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, but it's also extremely good. Yeah. See, I only I remember seeing bits and pieces of it when I was at the dorms with uh, Tommy and Blong. They were really into it. And they got me turned on. Like, cause they were, like, really into, like, they were, like, really into, like, um, really big into, like, martial art movies. So they showed me, like, It Man mm. and uh, some Bruce Lee stuff and Kung Fu Hustle. Mm was another one of theirs um I haven't seen that one yet but kung pao we i still to this day will quote it uh randomly throughout my day you, you need to watch it um maybe we Fine. can watch it this saturday so you can see what the fuck it's all about it's well um, it depends on how my tattoo goes because i didn't realize that my tattoo appointment's at like four o'clock what time four in tahlequah oh okay got it got it got it but I mean, I, I, I'm still going to come over. Yeah, for sure. Anytime. Well, so. that that was some of our thoughts on Catwoman. I mean, I could 
I could keep going, but I feel like I've pretty much made it um, pretty clear. Um, Theron Tudor to boot it. I know the answer, oh, but go ahead. It's a shoot. Mm. It is a shoot. It's such a good film. I love it. What about you? Uh, despite, I know you can look at this from a different lens. I still just couldn't find myself finding the comedy in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to, I have to to boot this. I have to. That's I homophobic just... and racist, and you're booting a movie, the first female-led <laughs> movie by a black woman. That is racist, and you're doing that Ever? on Black History Month. Yeah, this is not a good look for me. Wow, I might have to take a break for a while. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> time to put time to time to release the hounds. Maybe Taylor Swift <laughs> fans will join you. Oh God, they don't want me either. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so, um, man, and I love Halle Berry. Like, I, I need to rewatch Gothica. I might, I might like that movie better than this one. When I was like, but that movie yeah, scared the nope. shit out of me when I, I was a kid. Never watch Gothica. That movie was just too long. It scared me to death. But I loved her in. The Flintstone movies, the first time I think I saw Halle Berry, mm-hmm. and I fell in love with Halle Berry. I loved her in that. Um, she she wasn't in this movie enough, but she was in the third John Wick movie. Mm. Um, and I guess she's on. she's got this new show called Bruiser that's out. Um, she's like an MMA fighter. Hmm. Kind of want to check it out. Well, like, Halle um, Berry's, like, such a badass, like, she's oh, yeah. really, like, recreated herself and, like, become this action star, which is, like, crazy and empowering as well, because, like, we are talking about, like, feminism and ageism. Halle Berry mm-hmm. is almost 55 years old, looks great, mm-hmm. but looks her age at the, on top of that, if that makes sense. But she's still one of the, like, she, her name out of any actress, female actress in the world... She has her name in more songs than anyone. That's like a Guinness World Record. Halle Berry is good people. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I think, you know, like, people try to counsel her because she asks questions about trans rights and stuff. And she was just like, I'm just trying to understand. She's always just open to learn. Um, uh, even though we're not into the seg, Well, we're going to... I'm going to use this as a segue to go into this. You should check this out. Yeah, um, go for it. There's a movie, which I'm going to watch tonight, so um, I might just watch tomorrow on my flight, called BAPS. It is, stands for Black American Princesses. Halle Berry stars in it. It is a lighthearted comedy about girls from Crenshaw who get a come up in Bel Air. Beautiful film. Halle Berry's in it again. And that film is so pivotal to the Black experience. Like I refer to all of my nieces as BAPS, especially my spoiled ones. Um, mm-hmm. Especially my little Bambi, um, and it's just so funny, so referential. Like S- Simone from Drag Race last last year's winner recreated one of the outfits. Unfortunately, she couldn't wear it. She put it on Utica, but it still looked so good. It's just one of those films that like black people reference all the time. The late heavy D is in it, um, and it's just so magical. It's about these two girls. Um, they basically lied to this this old millionaire that they are the granddaughters of the, his love who passed away. She was black and he couldn't be with her because he was white and uh, social constructs and all that good stuff. But kind of find out, mm-hmm. like you find out pretty early that uh, 
somebody is scamming and it's not Halle Berry and her cousin. Um, and they're the voice of reason in the film. And like, yeah, there's some stereotypical parts of them being like ghetto or whatnot. But it's not like that cringy, like, ooh, they're overdoing it. It's just like these girls are just some good time gals from the hood that have hearts of gold. And it's so good. It's so funny. Like, it's on Netflix. Please give it a watch. Mm. Um, you would understand some of my fashion choices <laughs> um, <laughs> a little bit if you watch it. Um, but it's still one of my favorite movies of all time. It's called BAPS, B A P, as in Peter, S as in Samuel. Give it a watch. It's yeah. about an hour and a half. It's a, you know, and it you know has, yeah, and it has like LL Cool J's in it. It has the it has the stars that uh, the asterisks that uh, separate the letters too. In case you guys are searching for it, yes, um, yeah, I've never heard of this movie. Um, so yeah, it's on Netflix. It's worth mm. a worth a worth a watch. Um, especially, is this like a deep cut film? Or you know, you said it's referenced a lot, so it's pretty. It is so referenced. Like yeah. drag, black drag queens always reference it. Black women reference it. Um, Beyonce kind of referenced it with uh, not this last line, but four lines ago, um, she referenced it with her brown jumpsuits that I actually own an Ivy Park jumpsuit. I never wear my jumpsuit. I need to start wearing it more. Um, it's it's so cool. It's a great. It's a great film. The hair, the dancing, just, just, uh, it's just black cinema from the '90s, and I think like the '90s really encapsulated black people and their blackness. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see these Netflix and Hulu things, or like black voices, and it's movies about slavery, or or racial injustice, or you know Jim Crow laws, or or Martin Luther King, or you know, and it's like okay, we understand that, but like. Black trauma films are not the only black voice films. There's mm-hmm. black comedies. There's black horror. Bad hair. Get out. The yeah. new film that Jordan Peele's about to release called Nope. The Candyman series, which we need to watch the brand new Candy. We did watch the brand new Candyman series. Yeah, um, we covered it. Just so good. So good. I liked and it. Yeah. It's it's kind of disheartening when I see those, oh, black voices and it's just black trauma films. Mm. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good point. And those are kind of the movies that you see that get so much like Oscar recognition too, you know. Like, but then there's movies like Moonlight that kind of like diddy yeah. us away from that. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's still a black trauma film, but it's like a black queer. Tra- yeah, the black trauma films are like queer, like uh, award bait. Right. Yeah, I need to rewatch that movie. I don't know what it was. The first, I didn't really. I thought it was a very beautiful film, but there's, and I love Mahershala Ali, but I was like, mm-hmm. why, why don't I like this movie that much? I need to it's rewatch boring. it. Maybe it's my, I did feel bored and I don't, I was like, I really want to like this movie. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's, it's got great actors in it. It's like a beautiful movie. There's like, you know, he takes his son out to the ocean, you know, and he's like kind of, kind of keeping him afloat during the waves. And it was just beautifully shot. And I thought, Dang, I don't know why I'm not connected with this movie. But anyhow, yeah, so for for my Let's Check It Out, uh, I am going to talk about uh, Book of Boba Fett. Oh. Um, of course, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a Star Wars property, a flop, so a lot of... Star Wars property. Eh, I mean, some would agree with you. Some would say it didn't stick the landing. I personally had a really good time with this show. 
it had its slow moments during the earlier seasons. Um, but the fifth and sixth episodes were the absolute best of the entire series of seven episodes. Once you watch these season, uh, these two episodes, you'll understand why. Uh, I will say this though, please make sure you watch Mandalorian seasons one and two before you watch this because it is a sequel at times. Now you do get some flashbacks to Boba Fett and you learn that he survived the Sarlacc pit and how he got out of that. Uh, you get, you get to see kind of what happens after he survives the Sarlacc pit and then you get to see flash forward to where he's at now, you know? So I, I, I had a good time with the show. I think it's, I think it's worth your time. Pretty easy watch. It is, uh, it's only like six episodes, uh, seven. Yeah. Uh, Thundercat, the bassist, uh, the bassist uh, singer shows up. Real funky bass player. Uh, he shows mm-hmm. up uh, in, in the in the show a couple times. Um, if you were a fan mm-hmm. of the Clone Wars series or Bad Batch, you will be happy with a couple of episodes as well. So, yeah, just check it out. Book of Boba Fett. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, if you're a Star Wars fan, you'll love it, I think. You know what's really been pissing me off about, like, people when it comes to Star Wars? They're like, the oh, city. that, but then they're like, another new little thing is like, they're like, oh, they're trying to be like Marvel and start a cinematic universe. And I'm like, the Star Wars franchise has always been cinematic universe. Like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense like most of their shit is canon even the comics anything after 2014 is is canon uh, now there are some non-canon ones like in legends but yeah. most of their stuff is is canon right the comics which are on marvel unlimited i i don't understand that argument at all it really makes no sense to me um if i'm wrong yo hit me up or um email us at foxandstone8 at gmail.com and tell me how wrong I am. I would love to to dive into that. <laughs> I feel like they won't because they're hating ass bitches and they know I'll come and like be like try to fight them. So I'm like, if, ain't nobody gonna make fun of Tyler but me. Uh, Truth, but uh, or myself, or yourself. But like, what, what bothers oh, me? Oh, bother! About the uh, Star Wars franchise, it's just like it's always been this long ever twi- winding story that has branches and, and variants and all this crazy shit. It's oh, yeah. always been just so fantastical, larger than life, just insane. So I just feel like you guys are dumb asses. Y'all just some goofy ass bitches who just want to like fight about something. Like get over it. It's true. It's absolutely so. true. So yeah, Star Wars is fantastic. Marvel's fantastic. Uh, it's a great. It's a. It's always a great time uh, right now. I think it's a great time right now to to be a nerd. I mean, you've got some Lord of the Rings that's coming out soon. Boo, there's gonna tomato, be tomato, tomato. There's gonna be a new. Uh, oh, we have Obi Wan Kenobi coming out in May. So Peacemaker, uh, which I have not even finished or really started. I don't know why I haven't. Peacemaker um, is so freaking good. Like I am so surprised that John Cena is doing the damn thing like that. I love that intro song too. Do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna taste it? I, I had to go look it up. I was like, who's this eighties band that's just killing it? And I was like, oh they don't have that many. They're not an eighties band. 
They're, they're not, not an 80s band. No. No way. When do they come out? Because that song is so 80s. It was so crazy about Do You Want to Taste It, right? By Wing Wham? Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, don't want to get sued by Wing Wham. What's crazy is like they literally got dropped by their management team like a week before Peacemaker came out. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that out that song that you we were, you know that I just played, the Do You Want to yeah. Taste It? 2010. Yeah. Twelve years ago that song came out, but it is it is eighties as fuck, but it's so good. I really liked it. You know, T- James Gunn is so good at writing things. Yes, I want yes, he he, like his, his suicides. Even though, um, again, he stole from Kathy Ann, but we're not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, he is going to be the saving grace for the DCU. <clears throat> yeah, I, I I think so. I mean, everything he puts out. Is, is really good. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was fantastic. Both of them. So good. Both of them were great. But with that being said, I have nothing else up. to add. Well, if you are still enjoying this podcast, feel free to tell a friend or share on social media or just like our posts on Instagram or Facebook. We really enjoy that and, and appreciate that. Uh, we don't have mm-hmm. a podcast official social media account. Um but if you know us, you know where to find us on social media. Um, but if you are still enjoying the show, feel free to email us at foxandstone8, that's the number 8, at gmail.com. I will put that email into the description, uh, as long with some other information as well. I always promote the suicide hotline number or the crisis text line in every single episode mm-hmm. that will be post. So that information is always on there. So if you or someone you know is struggling or having a hard time, let's be real, 2022 has been kind of a rocky start for a lot of people. So feel free to share that resource. Even if it's not for you, share it to someone that you know. Or if you're Mm -hmm. concerned about someone, you can call that number or text that line, and they can kind of help coach you on how to help that person out that you're concerned about. So we're all going to get through this together. It's been tough, but there's always a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. We just have to keep remembering that and just keep surrounding ourselves with people that care for us and love us because there is a lot of good even though it's hard to see with a lot of the rain that we get a lot so Mm -hmm. um but yeah let's uh we'll go ahead and close it out um again just thank you for continuing to listen to the show we really appreciate it It means the world to us Mm -hmm. and we love having guests and we love seeing our guests get excited about being on here um i know that um, Jaren had a really great time on the show and we loved having her on and she's always invited back. Um, but I'm excited for some upcoming guests that we have as well and happy to have some of those guests return. So, Yeah, we're having a loser come up next week named Daniel Basin from this random band that I've never heard of. Yeah. And I'm just really, really excited to make him feel like a dumbass. Yeah, yeah, totally. We should totally put him in his place. What a yes. loser. Loser, we don't, we don't like him. <laughs> like, fuck Daniel. <laughs> uh, obviously, we are joking. Uh, I'm I, not. <laughs> there may not be joking. Uh, I mean, I've got their, I've got their shirt. I've got a sticker on my truck. Uh, Ew, I fucking like a stalker. love. I know. I I love that band. If you ever need a guitar player or you just need a feature on the track, holla! I've got a microphone. I can I make mean, it happen. No, let's not. But they could definitely <laughs> join. Oh, look at Amy. 
you know, the grandma pajama bottoms on. <gasps> Disrespectful. <laughs> I know she's looking at you like, bitch, I will cut you. Yeah, I'm not sleeping tonight, that's for sure. Yeah, you're going to sleep outside. But with that being said, always brighter days before darker ones. Oh, wait, I said that backwards. Always darker days before brighter ones. Uh, keep your head up, you dumb bitches, because who knows? <laughs> tomorrow you might find the love of your life or you might just see me on the street. And I'm like the Chupacabra, Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot. You'll never see yeah. me, but I'm always there in your heart. Thank you all, whoever you are and wherever you are, for joining us on this episode of The Fox and the Stone. We'll see you later, Theron. I will see you Saturday. Safe travels to Colorado. And as always, bye!